Well, if you give a party, don't lock the door. Turn out all the lights, cause if you don't let my boys inside, it's going to be a fight. Well, we started out this morning, we're going to rack some head. Some the names know that to call the heat, and now we're laying dead. Well, if you give a party, don't lock the door. Turn out all the lights, cause if you don't let my boys inside, it's going to be a fight. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to a very special episode of Crashing the Party with Mark and Miriam. For this episode, we have a special guest, uh, the co-author with the late Billy Miller of the Fortune Records story, Mind Over Matter, The Myths and Mysteries of Detroit's Fortune Records, Mr. Michael Hurt. And Miriam is going to tell you about the book. This is a book that was well over a decade in the works by Billy Miller and Mike Hurt, who put all of their time, energy, and love for the Fortune Records label into motion with interviews and stories and really a lot of discographical and historical research and documentation. The book is pretty massive. It's 576 pages on a very thick specialty gloss stock, full color, Smythe sewn. That means that this will never fall apart. You'll fall apart before the book does. And it's hard covered. It weighs five pounds, one ounce. It's a thrill to have it uh, available now for everyone who is a fan of Fortune, a fan of the state of Michigan, a fan of music history worldwide. So thrilled to bring this to you from Kix Books, better known as the ultimate hip pocket paperback woo publisher and this is about as far away from a hip pocket and a hip pocket paperback as you can go it's really big nobody's hip pocket would ever be able to contain this without their pants going down around their ankles and with that say hello michael good to be here and glad to be uh representing this book that billy miller and i have been well Spiritually working on all our lives, but worked on for a decade at the, uh, what, how should I say it, the implementation of Miriam, the inspiration of Miriam. Miriam's the one who told us we had to do it. Okay. The, you, know, you know, the whip the came implore, out. The implorement, yeah. is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Implorement it is now, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Sometimes I can't get when the right word. When she gets word. something in, when she gets something in her head, it's uh, difficult to get it out. That's right. It Impossible, all, actually. It all started at a barbecue in 2009, innocently enough, but we'd been kind of talking Someone should write a book about fortune. Someone finally, yeah. she said, I'm tired of you guys talking about this. You need to do it. <laughs> and she was right. So yeah. we have done it, and it, it is out into the world. So we're very excited. That's great. Um, well, you want to spin some fortune records for us? Absolutely. Always a pleasure since, to play. Since you're our guest, you get the first shot. All right. Thank you. Always a pleasure to play records from our favorite record label. No um, doubt. Nolan Strong and the Diablos. You can't talk about fortune without talking about them in the first three words, right? That's right. So we're gonna right. we're gonna start out with them. This song needs no introduction. Let's go.
I'll cherish the hours When at the thin red kneeling Your eyes met mine When I beheld you Your eyes made the stars Lose their splendor When I beheld you My heart was the time to surrender Those of tangent my heart is yours ever Love me and kiss me and be mine forevermore The shades of night were falling And I heard voices calling Calling all you faithful Come to friend And I looked up and saw you
she turn a charm on Boy, she can't be beat Lady Fair Excuse me, ma'am I think you dropped your love Look where? Over there Look like they're falling in love It's nothing new to me Oh, this history To get caught in the trap of love To get caught in the trap best fortune records ever made i don't think that there will be any argument not for me here. oh no any any, any <laughs> yeah. brook of disagreement here over that i mean that is just a masterpiece and a masterpiece at the same time don't you think i mean it's those flaws and those imperfections and the oh wow is the drummer grabbing something other Absolute, than a drumstick there <laughs> absolutely oh yeah. my gosh it has, it's like it's all the best the, the best of all yeah all the erratic worlds of fortune that converged at that little studio on third avenue yeah um, tell us a little bit more about fortune records detroit michigan yeah wow yeah it's it's uh the more you look at it and what we really came to realize in writing this book and talking to people and just you know listening to the music and it's all everything's connected in detroit well just like anywhere else the music's connected with the culture and the neighborhoods and the nightclubs and the churches and just the people that were there and uh you know, so many people coming to Detroit in the mid 20th century to work in the auto plants and, you know, for other reasons, but mostly for that, you know, you just had all these different cultures, you know, crossing the thres threshold of Fortune Records and they and they recorded everybody, they, you know, rhythm and blues, jazz, which we heard a, li a little bit of a touch of jazz with the premieres right before the earthquakes with Trap of Love. 
Um, what a, a record. Jazzy vocal group. Just, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's just the best. Hits like an right. atom bomb. Hey, she dropped her glove. You know. <laughs> yeah, I love the yeah, thing about dropping the glove. It's like I'm not pr- sure. What a priceless <laughs> line, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so great. And like, oh, like there seems like Fortune was almost like the ultimate crossover label because Absolutely. of all is like the gypsy music, like you said. There's a violin in this thing, and right. Oh, uh, you know, is the a piano on there, or is that somebody in the neighboring <laughs> building that's playing that? Thing? Right, exactly. That raw. I know. <laughs> yeah, it all. It, it's it's weird how it all like you know unwittingly and wittingly yeah. mixed together but but yeah as far as like what you were saying about the yeah they they were the first they recorded the first gypsy jazz album to ever be recorded in the united states which is interesting that's like something that no one that most fortune fans probably never even occurred to care about because they're so focused on the doo-wop or the rockabilly or whatever you know the, the things that the, the label is mostly known for but yeah, they did this gypsy music that was not only amazing, but yeah, historical. Lenny Kay's a huge fan yeah, of that. He loves uh, that stuff. Yeah, very, very. And um, so do I, and so did Billy. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, we heard a little bit. You know, what's interesting about Devora Brown, who owned the label along with her husband Jack, but she was really the the musical force there. You know, I mean, Jack was always there to encourage and promote, and you know do whatever needed to be done but she was really the driving force behind the whole thing creatively in a way along with the artists and she worked hand in hand with so many of them whether it was like you know whether it was um, smoothly or or in a clashing manner as Andre Williams has (laughs) told us about both things you know it's like they they just made things happen you know and they got in these hellacious arguments about certain songs but they they would finally come to an agreement. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. And know. she was a writer as well. She so. was a writer. She, yeah, yeah. She, I was gonna say she was one of the the main songwriters for the label. That's right. right. She really, which is you know that doesn't really happen very often. No, not mm-hmm. at all. And um, the the song that we heard previous to the premieres, um, Rose the of four, Tangier. Yeah, Rose of Tangier by the yeah. Four Kings. I mean, that is like Devora Brown. That's got her you know, personality written all over it in a sense because here it is this, you know, black vocal, you know, killer black vocal group from Detroit recording basically like a song with these, you know, exotic overtones, which she loved, you know. It's a tango, isn't and it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and there's the, you know, there's that gypsy feeling in there and just everything. And so many of the, so many of the fortune songs, especially with the, the vocal group stuff. Yeah. Because they were all, all into that stuff anyway, the Latin thing and the, these different sounds at the time that, you know, it really kind of all came together perfectly with that vocal group, which stuff, which is why I think that, that one of the reasons, besides all the other great music that they recorded, the they're really known, initially they were known amongst collectors for that. That's what was heard by guys like Louis Silvani and, and Val Shively and, and right. people like that, you know. And Mike, they were they were recording under such uh, primitive conditions, weren't they? Yeah. In the back room of that record store, and to Absolutely. think that they they were able to pull that kind of an atmosphere out of their out of the out of the really the rawest kind of a situation. I know. Transport you into a totally different realm. Totally. I think that the rawness really comes through on a lot of the records. I mean, you can hear. Yep. It sounds like sometimes the piano players in a different. Uh, uh, time zone, <laughs> like you said, yeah. Maybe, yeah, time zone. I like that even better than a different building, like Marion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it, the rawness is just like it's that's the hallmark of it. But yeah. it isn't just raw. It's like there's so much more to it than that. You know, you yeah. can't it can't just be dismissed 
as like, well, it's got a cool sound because it's so atmospheric. Right. Oh yeah, that's a huge part of it. Yeah, it is. But then there's like the creativity and the the just they they really every record's unique. I think you said it earlier. Like, uh, did they ever make a bad record? I yeah. mean, you know, it's like. They made some weird records, but I mean, did they ever make a record that's not worth owning? I, I don't just, I could maybe name one. <laughs> what would and that be? Maybe the Ken Apple Trio. Okay. You know, I used to tell Billy, I said, oh, Wait those a are. Minute. The phones are lighting up. Oh my God. <laughs> well, what's funny about it is, 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 you know, we're not to dedicate any time. Well, you know, the, the, they, I think they were, you know, they, they made a lot of other records for other labels. So the fact that they recorded for Fortune may have just been. They just came in and did something with a piano and, and, you know, some voices. So Devorah couldn't really put her stamp, you know. Plus, it was probably a custom session. But yeah, I mean, it's just weird how they the 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 stuff is just so unique and so individualistic. All the records and, and the sound, the the songs that were chosen, everything. Yep. Shall we hear some more? Oh yeah, well sure. before that, you what did you hear? What did we hear? Oh yeah, we we, <laughs> we had a couple, got so, a couple other songs. We downshifted there. into the discussion so quickly. Yeah, you started off we with forgot Nolan, but <laughs> to, yeah, we, well, and we don't want to skip Gino Parks. Right, it oh, was never. A, we played last night. I cried, <laughs> yeah. uh, which was, that was the second song we played, and um, just you know, fantastic uh, backing by the Charlie Morris Orchestra. Who Unbelievable. They, yeah, who they flew in from from New York and made a bunch of records with. Wow, um, they did, huh? At the, yeah, because for, uh, you know, I think it was, um, I don't want to get it wrong, I'm just th- speaking off the top of my head, but um, I feel like it was Jailbait. Yeah, wasn't it Jailbait that Charlie They're Morris They're away was, on there? Yeah, and and uh, Andre had been playing at the Apollo Theater and Morris had backed him up and he just, I don't know, he basically talked him into it. He talked him into flying this, like, 18 piece band Shh, from Don't New tell York. the whole story. You know. <laughs> it's going to be in the book. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, there'll be a lot of other. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, well, no, I'm just kept, kidding. They right? kept they, they 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 but they got a lot of bang for their book. They recorded some other records. <laughs> they, they pretty much tried to re- use those guys to back up a bunch of people. So, Gino Last Night I Cried was was one of the standouts. And then the first song, well, I said it needed no introduction. It's Nolan Strong. Oh yeah, uh, he is the number one. Him and Andre Williams and Nathaniel Mayer are the three guys. You know, like I said, three words. You know, Nolan, Andre, Nathaniel. That those are the three words that you the first, that that, <laughs> that uh, describe Fortune the the in the the best. And, and Nolan was probably the most mysterious of them all, obviously, because part of the reason is because he died young enough that none of us ever got to meet him. Or yeah, unfortunately, such a legend. and and yeah, his. But his, if you listen to his records, you understand why. It's almost like he was from another world, you know? So that adds some mystique, you know? But right. If I, Oh I, the first song was by Nolan Strong. So. So fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, it was Walter Hamilton on guitar and his band backing them up, who also backed up the earthquakes. Oh, jeez. On that bashful guy that we heard, which, you know, I, I realized another thing, you know, when we were writing this book, is like, you're listening to these records and you really start to be able to actually identify the bands and the sounds and the styles of different players. It's really cool, you know. Fantastic. There's okay, where are we going now, there. Mike? We're going, well, we're go- this is an interesting record. Um, Gene Allison, who had that big hit with uh, You Can Make It If You Try for VJ. Yeah. Um, that the Stones covered. Um, you know, recorded actually the same year that this next record was uh, released. I think it, you would probably, I think 64. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, this is Gene Allison. Somehow Fortune, we don't know how. This is one of the mysteries. Uh, got Gene Allison to do a record for him, and then they should have parlayed that into major success with the Stones having just recorded his song and everything. But yeah. they probably didn't even know about it, you know. And he was probably. off to greener yeah. pastures. Par- parlaying stuff uh, into su- you know. success. <laughs> <was> not there. <laughs> not <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, but this is a super intense, uh, beautiful soul doo-wop coming into soul. That that middle ground, that magical like middle ground that we all love yeah, so much, you so know. Great. Um, Your Star by Gene and the Genets. Oh, let's go. Whenever you're ready. All right. Bonneville Pontiac She's moving Hey, hey, hey. Well, 
Orlando King. Perfect record. Otherwise known as Armand Adams or oh, man. Armand Abney. Oh, you know. Of the earthquakes. Yeah, the earthquakes. And check that <laughs> out. We talked about I before. mean, Mike, tell us about this. I mean, when they're recording, that that's like totally live. It's like the first shot, the one shot. You got the group, you got the band in there at the same time. It's it, it's so flawless, clams and all. I know. You know, exactly. It's, it's just the most perfect record ever. One of my very most favorites on the Fortune Lady. I know it. Me too. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? That's f- fantastic. I, there are a few records in that set that I hadn't heard, and oh, they're yeah. all absolutely brilliant. Well, Mike's pulling out some rarities here, so let's let's hear what all was on that set. It is. It is. It's a w- one label that you really can take a long time to get to the bottom too that's for sure mm-hmm. um so yeah uh as as we said before we had look what you've done by Orlando king there um and then right before that uh from 1959 the high fidelities with street of loneliness mm, on so the good. on the high q subsidiary fortune's high q subsidiary what a great record that is what was the story with high q high q was i mean i think it was just the usual thing of of you know record labels not wanting to have send send just scads of the of the same label to right to a radio station or thinking they might not get the get the get the radio play so fortune had several subsidiaries and you know haiku was i guess the not the first one but it's it's the most known yeah. of them all the others were pretty small uh, but Haikyuu, there there's quite a few records on Haikyuu, and it it started right when they moved to Third Avenue in 1956. That was right. It was like it came. It was almost like a product of the. I almost think of it as a product of the Cass Corridor, the neighborhood that, ah. you know, because they moved over there from you know Linwood where they started, and um, they you know they just immediately started the Haikyuu subsidiary and a lot of the stuff that was recorded there that really that early. Third Avenue sound from '56, you know, on those those first few years was, was yeah, uh, you know, right, Mark. Were in the r- hmm? <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying, Mark. I was just yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I was going to say uh, labels ran the risk of uh, of program directors seeing, oh, it's another Fortune record. I didn't like the last one, so exactly. I'm not even going to listen to this one. But if they saw a different label, who they is might that disc so. jockey like that? Someone <laughs> actually might that? say. <laughs> Who would a disc jockey like that be? Someone actually might say that about a fortune record too. You, yeah. there, you could believe yeah. it. But you know what's interesting? You know, in a sense, they you know, they were really good friends with some of they did get a lot of support from a lot of the DJs, the local DJs, which is really cool considering how raw their records were. It's like you yeah. know, basically our our favorite saying that would never happen today. Well, it's really true with this. It's like <laughs> it's like this. You listen to the other records that were coming out back then, and this stuff is so much more you know earthy or raw. You know, we keep saying Literally. raw. You could say crude. You could say a lot of things, but uh, descriptively. But um, yeah, but their success just, was, was cool. With disc jockeys was uh, pretty much confined to the Detroit area. Right, um, it most was. Most of these records did not get national airplay. They did not. That's true, and that's and that's another thing that was cool about those Detroit DJs, the ones that supported them. They really, um, they really, uh, they really did. You know, play the records locally, and a few, you know, there were always weirdos and always people that you know, uh, you know, could speak the spoke the language, and people, you know, 
I guess like like you know th- those days versions of us we'd like to say we'd like to think but you know so guys like Mad Mike in Pittsburgh you know and different people were picking up on these records um, a little bit later you know but even yeah. but only because they were and, and but you know um, Pete Myers the Mad Daddy was you know a big supporter of, of Fortune yeah as well. of Andre and, yeah Andre always talked about that oh, so. Yeah. You know, there were there were a few a few DJs renegades that really were their own people in certain places that really championed this stuff. But uh, yeah. anyway, yeah, it's 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 really cool. But yeah, so the High Q subsidiary with uh, Street of Loneliness by the High Fidelities, and then uh, gosh, I keep we get to, we're downshifting into these discussions, and then it's like yeah, oh, we haven't no. even gotten to finish hey. talking about the you know just running off what we played in the last set. So <laughs> Georgia, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia May is moving by Andre Williams and Gino Parks before that. Which Another perfect record. Oh, my God, right? That you know one that? I hadn't heard before. That's incredible. Oh, well, it's so good. That guitar, I mean, everything about it, it's just like, wow, they're just really going <laughs> wild, and those lyrics I know are amazing. And yeah. You know, you probably... Mark, I don't know. You've probably you probably have heard a song that sounds like it. You've probably heard the flip side. Andre Williams is moving. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you have, but it's basically <laughs> yes, it's the exact yeah, same song. Of course, yeah. And uh, and that's probably why you haven't had this one because you know everyone's going to play. Uh, Andre Williams is moving. We're playing that side, and they never flip it over. But um, it's just so cool. Those guys, Andre Williams and Geno Parks together. What a magical team those guys were. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, they always talked about, you know. $10 wine records, you know, like we were cutting records for wine, you know, wine money. And that was that was one that Andre actually said specifically was <laughs> done for that reason. Well, thank God they they needed the wine. Uh, I wonder who played tambourine on that record because right. it's like overdrive tambourine. And also, here's another thing about it. It's like that record in particular, if you, if you look at the small print, you start looking at the credits, boy, you know, Fortune was so erratic in so many ways. And, it, you know, all these years later, we, we were never able to really figure out why. It's like because because they weren't consistently that way. I think a lot of people think they were, but the, a lot of their records had exactly who's on there. All the credits were right. It all made sense. You talk to the guys that were there. They tell you, you know, whatever. But this in this, this particular record credited the Diablos, the, this Andre and Gino record, with the Diablos. The Diablos are not on this record. They were nowhere to be heard on this record. <laughs> really? Oh. No. And Billy and me used to laugh about this. And, you know, he put that in the book. He said something to the effect of, well, the Diablos are nowhere, you know, nowhere, not even anywhere near the studio while this was being recorded, you know. Yeah. But maybe they just, you know, they probably thought, well, what the heck, you know, those guys are our star artists. Well, Throw their name on the label, right? Maybe one, It'll maybe help. maybe one, maybe Jay Johnson was pounding the tambourine. One of the Diablos was there on tambourine. Who yes. knows? You know. <laughs> yeah. um, oh man! And and yeah, before that, we opened it up with "Your Star" by Gene Allison and the Genettes. Such a favorite. What a killer! Oh man! Yeah, that's amazing. That's an amazing record. Absolutely. With Our the re- yeah, the Rochelles, aka the. Uh, I can never remember this, but but they be um, the Rochelles who who uh, sang with Geno Washington and were also known as over at Motown the the girls that um, backing group. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I always think of them as the as the Rochelles, but yeah, you know what were you gonna say? I, well, I was, I, I'm wrong. I was gonna say the Tamangos, but not the Tamangos, but but. Um, 
I'll think of it in a minute, maybe. But anyway, they're they're back there behind Gene on there, and they're such a part of that record, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, they just they just sound so killer. It's amazing. Great. Yeah. All right. Hey, guess what? What? It, it, it's it's my turn. Yay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So listen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mark and I are gonna take sets on this uh, on this show to be able to play some of the fortunes as well and Mike's going to comment on them and we're going to start off with Listen to the Rain by the Deltines. Let's go. A favorite of all three of us. Absolutely. Absolute yes. favorite. Here it is. Oh, listen to the rain
Oh. 
That was a selection of absolute fortune delicacies, uh, the very fantastic mood and sound of a tiny little label from Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Some people said it had a dirt floor at one point in time and blankets <laughs> hanging up on the wall. Right. <laughs> and a bunch of guys going in, five different groups, five lead singers here in this set. All of them delivering a sound that is unmistakably Fortune Records. You can tell a Fortune Record with the first couple of seconds of play, can't you? Absolutely. Yep. It's oh. just a spectacular sound. And and how did these guys all know to do that? To like come in and did the most shoutinest of all of the guys on there is probably Nathaniel, the most like soul-esque of all right. of the guys at that point. But everybody else is, has like this delicacy to them that's like there's. There's no thuggishness going on on any of these records. It just makes your heart bleed. <laughs> so look, we started off with the Deltines, Listen to the Rain. I mean, it's like, come on. It's like, every time I hear that record, it's like, it's like it feels like uh, something magical is happening. Oh, it's for sure. So it understated is. in that drip, drip, drip. Drip. There's got to be at least. I started counting, you know, at one point with that background vocal just saying drip, drip through the whole song. It's like I stopped at like 66. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can just you can just get lost in the atmosphere of that oh, song. Oh, there's and, so much. And atmosphere. there's so much going on. And every time you hear it, you hear something new. Oh yeah. Right. It's yeah just, yeah. Oh, the and drumming and the, the <laughs> with the brushwork with the drums at the end. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just like it's so advanced in a way you know, it it's really is. it's a language of it, its it own it really is <laughs> yeah, advanced it is. yet primitive yeah right. yeah exactly so it's, you can't just say it's one thing it's so oh man what a record oh it's so great and you want to say for all of these songs that I'm not going to cry but of course Nathaniel <laughs> says I'm not going to cry and, and then he makes you want to cry and you know he's crying through that whole record oh That's my right. goodness 
Nathaniel and the Fabulous Twilights. Oh, yeah, and we followed that up with one of the most incredible vocals ever. This is a miracle. Little Eddie. Oh, yeah, and with the Don Juans, and, of course, that fabulous Charlie Morris Orchestra that you were referring yes, to earlier. Yes, the Don Juans, otherwise known as the $5. Oh, two, yeah. yeah. And then we had, oh, yeah, none other than the $5 on Harmony right. of Love. And we're playing this off of one of the, uh, one of the mislabeled, <laughs> the many right. mislabeled Fortune records. So it was, uh, was kind of nice to be able to play it off of something that's uh, completely scratched out in a little bit of a mess. That's 821, Fortune 821. And we ended up with the super fantastic right pressing. They pressed everywhere. They pressed in Ohio as well. Yeah, the Fortune people did. And, uh, and we pl- listened to the swans there wrapping up with All Forever Love. You and I believe maybe I'm wrong. Let me ask you, Mike. Was that Paul Lewis, the mighty Swamba of Wedding Bells fame, doing the lead on that? Actually, Paul Lewis, we found out when we, and that's one of the stories that's told in the book. We couldn't believe that we found the swans. I mean, these guys, this was the Amazing. holy one of the holy grails of, of you know Detroit or any kind of vocal group record yeah. collecting or record obsessing. Yeah, and and, and uh, so anyway, you know, it was a absolute miracle that that it happened and it just all came together like so many other things with this book but the story will be told there but what we found out was that that Paul Lewis was not in the group he was their manager wow uh, that's incredible yeah so so why is he very interesting he's credited um, basically because I guess he was their manager I mean maybe he asked them to you know? Wow. And he wasn't around anymore to ask. The other guys all were, but that's what they said. So you don't think that, or you know that he was He's wasn't, not the singer. He wasn't even he the one. He is not in the group at all. He was just their manager, and he was, but he was probably a little <laughs> bit older than them, and he <laughs> and helped And his them name and, is bigger and, than theirs. Exactly. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. Well, definitely, I don't know. You tell me, Mary. You probably have studied these things, you know, looking at them more than me. Me study? You study never. <laughs> Me study never. <laughs> Only uh, been between two and I don't own the original. <laughs> I don't own the original pressing of yeah. that Swans record. And and is Paul Lewis's name as 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 um, pro- prominent on the original pressing as, as it is on the repressing? You know, I'm not sure because they, I think that maybe when they repressed it, maybe they the Browns may have even done yeah. that. You know, they would always say they want to featuring somebody. Half the time, the person wasn't even in the group. Okay, <laughs> you but know, who, so but who yeah, was yeah. Who, who was the guy, right? Yeah, but who is saying that? The mighty, mighty swan, Swamba. one of the swans, one of the guys from the swans, and it's the it's the person singing the lead. Yeah, on the, on yeah. Well, maybe not. I, I'm not sure if, if it's. It'll, it's in the book. We, we, we go into it. I can't right. remember don't right t- off. Don't the, tell. Yeah. Don't tell. I'll keep it a secret. <laughs> okay. Especially since I can't recall right. it right now. <laughs> so look, we're going to go to Mark, who is going to start uh, up his set with acting up. The Dell Victors. Let's go. <laughs> Shooting you up, 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 shooting
Take your lunch and don't forget the cake. Take your babe, but for goodness sakes, don't take Route 16. Take the highway that is lined with lights. Take the highway that is filled with sights. Any road will do, but in the night, don't take Route 16. Route 16 is filled with lovers parked along the way. If you park, you fall in love. You hope get the break of day. Route 16 is dangerous and dark. Route 16 and it would it park. Route 16 makes you an easy mark. Don't take Route 16. Norman Diablos and Route 16. Oh, so good. So good. So good. So good. And before that so good record, we heard another so good record, The Starlighters and Big Feet. <laughs> what's the what's the uh, line about she's so fat she needs three doors to open or something like that? <laughs> and you ugly and too. You ugly too, right. And that one was on high cue. Yeah, IQ. Oh, we're just admiring that beautiful, beautiful label. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And okay. the Five Dukes of Rhythm did Soft, Sweet, and Really Fine, and that was on the Rendezvous oh. subsidiary of Fortune. Oh, so An nice. early subsidiary. I think it's yeah, the earliest R&B subsidiary. It didn't last long. I think that was the only record. Yeah, I was going to ask you if that, that was, was it, the only right? record. I've never seen another. I've never seen another one either. I believe that's it. Mm. Great so, record. Yep. Uh, Take My Hand was the Centuries, and such was uh, Fortune's quality control that they couldn't even spell Centuries right. <laughs> but what a record. And, and, what, and, and, and they provided every smidgen of information that you could ever want on the label. It was almost like a King Bio label <laughs> yeah. on that particular record, even <laughs> though they couldn't spell the group's name right. Yeah. Or maybe the group spelled it that way. Who knows? You can't have everything. Right. Yeah. And we started the set with the Dell Victors and acting up one of the truly crazed oh. R&B records of all time. It sure is. That Just sure amazing. Is. Those lyrics, too. I Mark, I know you've listened to those lyrics and they've blown you away, right? Yes. You know, he's talking about just because, you know, you... You went into messing around and, you know, the thing about the other clown. And just because he's fine, he's driving you out of your mind. Yep. You know, yep. Boy, it's, <laughs> it's right there with the Jive Fives, my true story, as far oh. as, like, a love triangle <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. You know, if you really listen to those lyrics. And yeah. he, he first he's talking about the woman going with the other guy. the other, And then it's the, you know... 
uh, you know, running away from him, and then the other guy is putting her down because he's looking at another girl, and it's just this, this triangle. Oh, man. It's crazy. What? It's another it crazy really is fortune crazy. record. Indeed. Oh, uh, yeah, it sure is. We're talking Mike- with Michael Hurt, the co-author with Billy Miller of, uh, what's the name of the book, Mike? Uh, Mind Over Matter, The Myths and Mysteries of Detroit's Fortune Records. Ah, uh, yeah. Many years um, in the making. Many, many years yeah. in the making. Far and too you many. You guys really uh, pile-driving through it and, yeah. and, and then and then really doing a lot of interviews and yeah, research and, and record hunting and yep. discovery along the way. There's um, been so many. It's, it's incredible how much stuff that we figured out and how many, you know, of course, at some point you got to, close the book on on trying to write a book but there's probably stories out there that there are certainly stories we don't know it's it's just amazing how many like you said just little building you know two rooms and and whatever but it's like the the music that came out of there and the stories and the impact that fortune had we were talking earlier about the fact that we were lucky enough to actually have been friends and fans of living artists at that time nathaniel uh eddie kirkland Andre Williams, of course, you know, right. and and how close they were to everyone, and going to the dances or going to see them play, or a record would come on and everybody would be singing at the top of their lungs, singing along. They just made us feel like we were special, just like we loved and worshipped them. Absolutely, and those guys, you know, that's the thing that that was so cool about them is their records are so unique and amazing, and we were always blown away by their records before we ever met them or dreamed of meeting them. And then when we met them, it's like, <laughs> well, forget about that. I mean, the records are still great, but these guys are like way more wild and crazy and and cool yeah. than in real life than those records could ever tell. And those records could, you know, pretty built up a pretty uh, pretty heavy expectation. Those guys were uh, just the the most wonderful wonderful people, one of a kind people, and we we're so lucky that we were able to have them in our lives and to actually call them friends. And I I was able to play. You know, with Andre and that's right. You first were, Andre and then Nate and then Eddie Kirkland and it's like wow and you know. One of the things that I'd really like to see really. as a result of this book is um, reissues of this stuff because the Fortune catalog right. has not been reissued right. legitimately at all except for the right. uh, the one uh, Nolan album, the Fortunate Hits album. I believe right, that's the, sure. the only reissue that that's ever been done, and that was 1964. Well, they did, yeah. It was. It, it's never been reissued like by anybody else but the Fortune people. They, you know, and that was done that by them. So, um, you know, they, yeah, they've never. There's, there's never been, uh, never been any reissues at all. Yeah. And, and if, if it can be done, and we can, we can, uh, we can be a part of it, then. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. This is a miracle.
known and finest fortune records ever Nolan Strong and the Diablos with the wind so good so fine that's it that's the one before that we heard the flaming embers and gone 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 holy smokers (sighs) Shad Oliver in praise of vegetables Hey, he's describing his his, girl. With Joe Weaver and his Blue Note band and cool as a cucumber. Yeah, 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 but she's got eyes like a potato. Yes, I know. That sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Go on. Uh, My head head goes acting up by the Four Kings. Mm, Music mm. by the All-Stars, it says here. And we started that set with This is a Miracle by Little Eddie... And the Don Juans. Wow, that's quite a set, you know. We're talking about the great Fortune Records label here on Crash and the Party. And why? Because Mind Over Matter, the myths and mysteries of Detroit's Fortune Records by Billy Miller and Michael Hurt is out and about and obtainable from Kick's book. So, look, we're going into a set of a, a few records here on my part couple selections from a subsidiary of fortune called high q killer stuff coming up
Every 
everybody knows that he's a real tough cat. Well, everybody knows that he's a real tough cat. He's the toughest cat to ever put on a hat. When he walked by, the girls all stand in line.
Title track, Mind Over Matter, the song that says it all. This fantastic book, The Myths and Mysteries of Detroit Fortune Records, entitled... Mind Over Matter. That's what it's entitled, all right, by Billy Miller and Michael Hurt finally making an appearance on Kicks Books. And hey, we started off this last set here with our fantastic guest, Michael Hurt himself, over here with the Pharaohs. That's Nick and the Jaguars, the Ichabon Boys with Tough Cat. <laughs> oh man, that's one of the great ones. Rod a romper, and that's on high cue. And then we went into playing from the very, very first pressing. It's Maroon for all of you record people out there who like to really get specific about the many, many moods of Fortune Records and the many different colored versions of each record that came out came out on different colored labels. The very first one of going down to the fantastic Tijuana. <laughs> How many times? Oh, well, I counted 31 times and I, you know, down, 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 31 times he says down, down, down three or four times during the song. Oh, just the best signature. Andre, the man who was such a good friend to so many of us fans in his very, very long career when he was rediscovered by George Paulus and brought back into action many, many years ago. The late, great Andre Williams, the late, great George Paulus. Thank you both for being on this planet and making our life so much better. Again, that's a maroon pressing. That's the first one going down to Tijuana. We're playing everything off of original records over here. Whoa, when it comes to fortune, we're celebrating. We're celebrating in a big time. This great, great book out, the history of the label that floats all of our boats in such a big time. And we wrapped up with Mind Over Matter. Oh, yeah, the great Nolan Strong, I'm going to make you mine. Well, he stole our hearts the first time any one of us ever heard Nolan Strong. And he is the man whose song title here, that is Fortune 546, arranged and produced by the great Devorah Brown. Now, that's the lady who started the entire Fortune label with her husband, Jack. We go into that with Mike here. Pick a record to go out with. We've got, uh, yeah, baby, it's because of you by Nolan Strong. There you All go. Right. Does that, is that fit the bill? That fits oh, the yeah. bill. Okay, cool, perfect. Okay, so our guest for Crash and the Party has been Michael Hurt the co-author with Billy Miller of... Give me the title again, because that's kind of a long title for me. To oh, remember. yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a long one. <laughs> Mind Over Matter, The Myths and Mysteries of Detroit's Fortune Records. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Baby, oh, baby. 
Oh, 